on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. Boy, are you in for a great time. We got both the local geek here and JS Gunslinger because I bought beer. Is it good beer? I don't know. Is it crazy beer? Yes. Is it going to cause some content? You better believe it. And besides that, we're going to talk about all sorts of other beer-related topics. Also, JS is dealing with something that you just he's never seen before it's a good time you're in a good place welcome to the show it's howard blues and v martin kidder pork all beverage prophecies and your time with the friends. triple b well the triple b sucks okay oh, come on whatever man this is beer blues and bs online at beerbluesbs.com good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to beer blues mbs the podcast that only has the finest taste when it comes to beer. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? You know, Howie Blues, <clears throat> as you're saying that, it makes me want to say something, but it's like the end of the week and the beginning of the week at the same time, and so it's just been... How about that? Uh, uh, you know what? I'm here and uh, doing things. I put the the windscreen on tonight because there's, you know, a little bit of hot air flowing through this show tonight. And with that, we have guests, Howard Blues. I don't even want to ask you how you're doing because, well, we talked about it too much. We got to introduce our guests because we got to get the drinking. We got to do this thing. We're on a schedule, so local geek happens to be back. He continues to set the bar for not only the highest viewership, but also the highest appearance. Local geek, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks, guys. I don't know about the highest viewership. I think some of mine are the least viewed, but... <laughs> No, what I mean by that is you're the person who watches the most shows. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, yeah. I have seen them all at least once. So therefore, Local Geek watches the most episodes of Triple B. So thank you for doing that. Thanks for getting our numbers up. Uh, we just need you to create some like AI bots to uh, get the viewership up a little bit more. You know, we're going for numbers here. We, we need sponsorships, money, make the moolah. You know what I'm saying? You know, any corporate sponsorships you can swing our way? No, nothing like that. <laughs> I did just get access to Google Bard, but I don't think it can help too much with that. I mean, you could probably create some other user accounts to just come in and make things happen, I guess. Uh, otherwise, to keep us on track, we also have another wonderful guest bellying up to the bar. He's going to fix things. He's going to throw a wrench in it and then fix it again. It is the Triple B Armor himself, JS Gunslinger. Welcome back to the show. Glad How we do? How we doing, gentlemen? <clears throat> I'll let them well, answer. <laughs> glad, glad to be here. Glad to be here. So, just uh, I figured I was going to be the last one to the show, but for once, I'm not the late one. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that prize this time. We had a malfunctioning server that was blowing up my on-call phone that was mostly irrelevant and i just had to go in and acknowledge like 30 tickets cool <laughs> the exciting life of an it guy i, I was fixing a tire i, I don't know which i don't know which one's more exciting 
Well, the tire makes the world go round, and thanks. Yeah, I was I was assembling a wagon. So you're yeah. working on a tire too. He was circling Ooh. the wagons to get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know, something to do while I was sitting here waiting. Well, I have a feeling it's going to be one of those shows, so we should probably start drinking. Yes. So it's it's I'm time for that. everybody's <laughs> favorite point of the show. Really, the only part of the show where people actually care about it's what's on tap. Let's uh, go around the horn. Well, I I think we all are uh, drinking the same thing, Kidder. <clears throat> oh, we're doing that first. Well, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll put it up to to, to everybody. Do you want to do the beer that we all have the same, or do you want something else first? I don't know. I think we should get the show started off the right way by having a probably awful beer. <laughs> awful. It's got pickle in it. It's got to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that okay i, I guess kidder uh the, the vote is to start with the beer that we all have okay oh, <laughs> let's get this thing rolling <laughs> nothing like going downhill yeah. at the start yeah so uh, i'll, I'll really go up from there <laughs> yeah exactly it's going uh, somewhere so I'll, I'll share what this is, because uh, I'm the one who bought it. Uh, this is from the Distill Brewery out of Normal, Illinois. Uh, and this is one of their Wild Sour series, but it is a dill pickle sour beer. Yeah. Uh, made with Sucker Punch Pickle Brine. says on here... The tart, citrusy flavor of a distilled ghost ale combined with the unmistakable zesty, garlicky flavor of a sucker punch dill pickle to create a uniquely delicious knockout flavor experience. Cheers. 5.2% alcohol by volume. That's uh, really all we got. Gentlemen, I'm the guy who purchased this because I saw it in the store and I could only get it in a four pack instead of just a single like I usually do. And I didn't really want to have to drink four of these. And I figured there were four of us in uh, near vicinity. So I decided to share. And we can all enjoy and share in the misery together. He so. just hates us. That's the, the truth behind it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of excited. I, I, I'm actually, I'm also kind of excited by this. I've, I've been looking forward to it all weekend, actually. <laughs> I'm excited and scared because I'm not a big pickle fan, so. We, uh, my wife and I have an entire business revolving around pickles, so this this makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> and where can those fine folks pick up those quality pickle products? Well, if we're throwing out uh, cheap plugs here, I guess where it's uh, we we have all of our stuff from Garden Girls Canning at our grooming salon, which would be Pet Place down on Thayer. And of course, you can find that online at. I have no idea, Mark. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> why don't I ask my web designer? You get sounds like well, I'll get him on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> get that some bitch on there. Uh, petplacegroomer.com. Petplacegroomer.com. It's that pet spa grooming. Do you uh, need a staycation for your pet? Yeah, boarding daycare. We do it all. Available. How about that for a cheap plug? There you go. You didn't even know it was coming. Yeah, you, you, you took me off guard. <laughs> I'm just trying to stall too. I don't. I don't want to drink this. Oh, he even. Yeah, I haven't even opened it. I've opened it. It's oh. got a very pickle smell to it. It's. Uh, Cheers. <laughs> now, oh. Kidder, 
Oh, it smells like it's been outside for three weeks in 100 what? degree temps. <laughs> that smells amazing. Did you forget yeah. to put it in your fridge after you brought the other ones over to us? Get her or what? Oh, no, it, it's it's been there. And for when I opened it, I thought I saw something floating on top. Like they left the rind in there, too. But woo, it's going to gentlemen. I do have to say that that there's already been throw up here in the past hour. Not from me, but if this makes me throw up, you're coming down here to clean it up. <laughs> And uh, uh, that one, Jens, uh, cheers. I hate you all. <laughs> no, not just Howard. Ooh. I like the sourness. That is some damn too. good beer. <laughs> it's like a fast food restaurant's hamburger pickles. That is that is really freaking good. That is, uh, it's like drinking the pickle juice. Mm-hmm. More or less, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That's, that's, got a, that's got a kick to it. <laughs> so, if we just take the next jar of pickles that we have left over and just add six ounces of beer to it, it'd be about perfect. <laughs> so, like a pickle shandy? Yes, exactly. <laughs> There you go, bro. there you go, brewmaster. Now you got your your recipe for the next one. <laughs> the problem is that, the, that there wouldn't be any alcohol content in it. So I mean, with, I mean, with local Jan geeks that way going, already. <laughs> he, 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 I mean, he's up to uh, what twelve percent now? Uh, Ten and a half's the highest I've done. Oh, okay, all right. But uh, you're going to be yeah. very disappointed by the one that I brewed this afternoon. <laughs> oh. A little weak, huh? Yeah, we came in below our uh, target gravity, so it's going to come in at like three and a half percent, and then I'm going to uh, shandy it, so it's going to go even lower. So you're making fruit punch? No, I'm actually making a grapefruit shandy for somebody that requested it. Hell yeah! <laughs> Look at that. You know, uh, local geek, you'll just have to like put it in bags and then in boxes, and then it's like a boxed wine of beer. <laughs> there you go. There's a chance there it could come in around four and a half percent, depending on where it finishes. But I, I mean, that four and a half isn't bad, right? Even three and a half is not. You just have to drink a few more of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what uh, what Liney's grapefruit shandy is. If it is it three two or is it four five four six somewhere in there? What what is this, by the way? The alcohol content. This is five two. Hmm. Hmm. I it might get me through this. I, Kidder, I I also <laughs> add, um, you know, because my dad was over, so of course he uh, had to raid my beer fridge, and he saw this sitting in there, and he's like, "Pickle beer? Why the hell do you have that?" I said, "Well, content for the show." He goes, "You're still making that stupid show." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Awesome. Every week. <laughs> and uh, Lanny's is four two for their grapefruit shandy. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. It'd be just about perfect oh. then. Yeah, but once you add the grapefruit juice, it's going to dilute that four True. four and a half percent down. So true. Well, whatevs. I suppose I'll be okay with having another beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I'm going to make a uh, a few other shandy flavors with it too. And cool. 
we used a uh, a yeast that's supposed to give off some pineapple-y type uh, flavors. Ooh. So I think I might try to do a pineapple shandy with it, too. There we go. Get the taste of this out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad, Kidder. I don't either, and I'm not a big pickle fan. I, uh, I think it's amazing. I I kind of want to uh, want to buy a four pack of this and give it to the missus because I, I think she might even like this one. <clears throat> well, it sounds like it's available at your local store. So, mm-hmm. did you uh, how did you find this one in town here? I did. I did. Um, trying to remember which one I was at. So I was either at the North Cashwise or I was at uh, Willikers. Okay. There you go throwing names out there. Well, you know, listen, it's because JS asked where I found it. So you oh. know, I wanted to wanted to send him in the correct direction. Didn't want him, oh. you know, you know, hitting every liquor store going, hey, do you have pickle beer? And it <laughs> <laughs> would be kind of funny, especially for the ones that don't. Like, why the hell do you want that? <laughs> the damn coyotes are at it again. I just gotta I found a picture in my on my game camera from last night. I gotta start trapping again. Problem is, is my uh, livestock guardian dog has figured out that his fence isn't working anymore, so he uh, <laughs> likes to go exploring, and he uh, he also likes to find the traps when I put them out. So I can't put them out until hmm. I get his fence fixed. Good way to make sure they work, I guess. Well, you know, this is this is just bringing me joy. It's it's, it's really good. <laughs> It should with that sweatshirt you're wearing. It, like, it, it matches almost perfectly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like you planned it. I, I mean, <clears throat> yes. Well, uh, sure. I, I'm just glad that this is working out. You know, it uh, it ended up being good content. So <clears throat> it's something. And I'm glad I don't have to drink three more of them. I mean, it's good, but I don't know that I could like. It wouldn't be my first choice to grab out, you know, of the uh, the fridge every time. So, yep, I'm with you on that. It's it's something I'll I'll drink and uh, probably not drink again. But it wasn't terrible, right? <laughs> Judging by Kidder's facial expressions, I'm exu- assuming that uh, he's not a huge fan. <laughs> I'm really torn. Okay, and here's why: because I do enjoy a good tasty pickle right do enjoy the picture sure you do yeah just not them <laughs> sweet pickles nasty nasty it's it's really uh i mean when when you get one of those it's just a, a straight straight message from hell just some asshole trying to screw with you but then you get this delicious dill pickle hamburger style just sets off the taste of a Bloody Mary. No, that's what I should do. I should go get a glass and my last Bloody Mary uh, zing. Zing zing. Yeah, one of those. Pour that and then pour the rest of this in there. I'm like doubling the alcohol content, right? You might be onto something. Do it. And then add some vodka just just for good measure. Yeah, I do have some in the fridge. Hmm. There you go. You can do it, Kidder. Puke once tonight. Come on, Kidder. (laughs) You can do it. (laughs) Well, I'm holding it down. 
peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was this show was supposed to be for the uh, relaxation of everyone involved, both there you go. You're, the you're, participants you're getting, and the viewers. You're getting outnumbered. All three of us are voted that that you need to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah to be fair it was your idea yeah the vodka wasn't but <laughs> <laughs> well that doesn't mean vodka makes everything better doesn't it you know howard the one thing that would have made it better would be if you wrapped like some paper around the the label so none of us would know what we were getting except for you i had thought about that but uh it was one of those things kidder was coming over I think he was oh. bringing me something. And so it was kind of like, here we go. Here we go. Blame it on me. Yep. Uh, well, I'm not blaming. I'm just saying like, <laughs> Kidder was coming over. And so I didn't have time to like wrap the cans, you know, or do anything like that. It was a, sure. oh, I'm going to grab that. He's going to be here. Got to have it ready for him. So. Because I can definitely say had it been wrapped and I didn't know what I was getting getting the nose on that i would have been like what in the world did you give me <laughs> yep <laughs> I, I i mean i i totally agree there's a part of me that probably should have done that but yeah i, I didn't have the time to to do that or i mean i'm, I'm pretty sure this is just a, a sticker label on here so i probably could have also like peeled the label off looks like it <laughs> we, we know it was from distill brewery but we wouldn't know what it was I, exactly <laughs> See. I, I'm, I'm kind of sad that he didn't think about it, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad because that would have been a real dick move. <laughs> Next time. Yeah. 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 Next time I pick up something crazy <laughs> like this, um, be, JS be, is testing the theory right now. Yep. It works. <laughs> <laughs> now just stick it. Uh, yeah. There we go. That's good. It's almost as reflective as Mark's head. <laughs> How would you know? I had to have a hat on tonight. <laughs> it's shining right through, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't see you making a Bloody Mary kidder. I know. I have to get up. <laughs> you know, it's going to be real interesting when I finish this and I decide not to rinse out my glass and pour something else into it. <laughs> <laughs> you have some pretty thick beer over there that... Uh, should kill any other flavors involved, I would assume, right? Yeah, I do still have one of the uh, Trinayakoshkas left, or a couple of them left. And for the record, JS, he didn't give me any of those when I stopped by to to pick up the other ones. So ah, uh huh, uh huh. He's holding he's out. Disappointed. Yeah, probably because he handed him a pickle beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna give me this, and you expect a good one in return? No. <laughs> I did give him a couple good ones in return. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and, and I was planning to uh, probably throw at least one more of those in when I give you your grapefruit ones. So. Ooh, I was uh, I was I was real happy with that one. That was that was really good. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty pleased with that one too. I was surprised at how thick it was, but it turned mm -hmm. out really good. I, uh, I just heard my daughter making laps upstairs. She uh, she got roller skates for her Ooh. birthday. So uh, she is she is making laps up and down the hallway in her roller skates. Are you sure it's not Jimi Hendrix? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at this point, uh, who knows? I've spray foamed the walls down here, so unless he goes through the floor, he can't escape anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume that he's because he's a spirit that he can kind of do whatever he wants. I don't know what the rules on the post-life realm are, but I would well, assume. You know, 
you know, per the data sheets, spray foam is 100% vapor and moisture proof. So, you know, <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I might have to contact them and see if it's apparition proof, but I'm going to go with yes. Or here, Jimi Hendrix. That one wasn't yeah. even me. Yeah. He's moved into Howard's house. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix making an appearance. <laughs> uh, no, that was my phone letting me know that my wife is buying stuff on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're st- you can do that? <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. And mm. boy, is it annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Which part? <laughs> I, I I I can't I can't uh, say a whole lot. I'm probably the one with the Amazon addiction more than her. So, uh, truthfully, it's just uh, it's kind of her own fault. Although it kind of affects me. Um, she went into our bank account and signed up for all of these alerts, not realize like thinking like, oh yeah, we'll get an email alert, and it's like everything like, hey, you you put a hundred dollars, you know, more than a hundred dollars into your account. You took up more than a hundred dollars into your account. You use the credit card. She put all these on there, not realizing that now every time that that happens, I get an email and a text about it. <laughs> I had that for a little while from my bank. I turned it off. I keep forgetting when I go in there to to you know check it and such. I'm it uh, we it is kind of nice. I might have to do it again, especially with with uh, with the wife traveling all over the U.S. again. It's kind of nice to have that, but at times, yes. But it's it's always kind of funny because she forgets that I get all these. So like, there'll be times where like I'll come home and she'll go, "Oh, just so you know, I I spent you know, 150 bucks on Amazon on the kids' Christmas gifts." I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You get those notifications. I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> so you can just go in and put her phone number in there. That way, her phone blows up every time she uses it. <laughs> Now I'm going to move my phone to a softer surface so that that doesn't go off again. Because <laughs> I'm sure she's just laying up in bed surfing the internet right now. So she's coming off of nights. So, Oh. Yeah. I think mine is still at work. She uh, she had to do the late shift tonight at the at the boarding facility, so... That or she just didn't like me and or got tired of me and said she was going to work and just went into town to do things to be away from me. But, you know, <laughs> probably a little bit. <laughs> probably a little both. Yeah. No. yeah. And I probably deserved every bit of it. Well, John, so we've been talking a lot about beer so far tonight. And uh, it just so happens that the local geek was doing some brewing today. Indeed, I was. <laughs> so, uh, most mostly covered it already. We were uh, doing the wheat beer that uh, we're going to turn into a shandy. So, thinking I'm going to do the grapefruit, obviously, and then I think I'm going to do a, a standard lemonade, and then a uh, I'm going to try pineapple and see how that turns out with it. So, you guys will have a a nice little mix coming your way once it's all done. If it turns out good, sweet. And we did that one over at my friend's house again for playing around with his new brewing system. So he uh, getting the hang of using that system, or yeah, he's uh, he's been messing around with uh, trying to tweak his water profile so that he's using the same water profile every time. So he's adding different minerals and acidity levels and things like that to try and make that uh, quote unquote perfect beer the perfect water for your beer kind of thing. Hmm. I haven't, I haven't ever delved that deep into it, but he seems to enjoy doing that. So more power to him. And I mean, it probably will make the beer a little bit better. So yeah, that's, 
That sounds like a whole new like level of brewing. Exactly. Yep. I'm not to that level yet. Maybe someday I'll be there, but <laughs> but uh yeah, that one it's more or less the same recipe as the Abner O'Neill. We added some flaked wheat to it, so it's gonna be just a little bit more wheaty probably. And then we're using a uh hops that's supposed to give it that pineapple character I was talking about earlier. So so it'll be a little bit different than the Abner O'Neill, but it'll be a similar base beer and then we'll add the juices to it and you know, local geek, I, you've never been over to like fully into my place and such, but I have some space in my backyard and you know, Lefty and I have talked about planting something and growing something. But like we both have black thumbs. We're we're not people who should grow things. But I, I was half tempted. I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? It'd be interesting to try and grow something like hops, because it's kind of a vine and it climbs and right. But doesn't seem like it gets to be so invasive. Like my parents have a have an ivy-esque vine out on their back patio. And every few years they have to go and like trim a bunch of it out. Because it just takes over. But I was like, you know, hops climbs. Hmm. That'd be cool. And they smell good. I didn't get any further than just kind of the thought, but it's it was a thought at least. Well, if you end up going that route, I mean, I would definitely uh, be willing to brew a beer with some hops from you and see how it turns out. I have to look at the ratios for how much it needs because the hops that I typically use are like little dried pellets, and I know that you need a lot more actual hops to brew with them but yeah it'd be interesting <laughs> something for us to, to further explore i got a little time before growing season so right there you go there you go kidder i'm getting into hops farming yeah <laughs> sure get derek to make up some pickle beer with it <laughs> he can title it uh they made me do it yeah. Yeah. we could we could do some pickle juice with that shandy too and see how it turns out <laughs> <laughs> I can probably help you out with that. It's always a pickle beer. You know, so. if you really wanted to make it interesting, we could bring the spicy pickle beer, Brian, over, and you could have a spicy pickle beer. That could go both ways. It could be really good, or it could be really bad. I don't know, man. I I think that might be awful, but it's hard to say. <laughs> that, that one that I gave Howard that had the, the peppers in it, that one I didn't think was a very bad beer. I liked it. Huh. I'm trying to remember which one that was. That was uh, from Kettle House, the Mexican hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one wasn't bad. I'm always, I'm always down for alcoholic chocolate milk. This is alcoholic spicy chocolate milk. Ooh. That sounds good. Yeah. It, it Really, right up your alley there, uh, JS. We'll uh, pick up another four-pack the next time I'm up there, and I'll get one of those for you, too, because yeah. I really did like that beer. We might have to we might have to uh, ask Rachel if she can uh, come up with a concoction like that. Gator knows who I'm talking about, but he's lost in uh, whatever he's got going on on his screen there. <laughs> Told you. <clears throat> Told you. Hasn't, hasn't been uh, <laughs> that good of a couple hours here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm giving her all she's got! <laughs> Well, if you had a Bloody Mary in front of you, it would be better. I know, but then I have to leave. Stop doing this and go get that. And, and then I'm not, you know, there's, there's a lot happening here. Where did my mouse go? I was, see? See what happens? Now it's going over to the local geek's place. Now he's getting, having the problems. It is getting more pickly the farther into this beer I get. <laughs> I, I was noticing that myself. As I'm I, just uh, about to the bottom, and it's just... Whoo. <laughs> I poured Every mine into a glass, is... and it's the same way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to mix with my next drink. 
<laughs> I like that. Does this work? <laughs> he's he's having about the same sort of problems. I think it's just. Well, I, was, I was wondering if I could paste a picture into the chat. It pasted the link to it, which is sufficient. Uh, nope. I got a, a 404. That's an error. And that, friends, is tech help with JS Gunslinger. <laughs> All right, we, we can do this then. <laughs> It's in the bottom of the run sheet. Hitter <laughs> has has seen the extent of uh, of my computer knowledge. I was going to say you could always just also share your screen there, local geek. That's you know. Yeah, I suppose I could have. Oh, That's, there you go. Got the little guy putting some hops in the beer in that picture. That's cool. He was really excited to get to help. Awesome. <laughs> That's the uh, that now is that your. Uh, still what you're using or is that the, the new one that, you, that you're talking about? Yeah, that's that's my friend's system that he bought. So All right. I'd, I'd, I'd really like one, <laughs> but it's a little out of my price range at the moment. It, it, it looks really interesting. Yeah, it's all in one. So you, uh, you heat up your mash water, you dump the grain into it. And then uh, once it's done mashing, you take out the inner cylinder that has the grain in it, pull that off to the side and boil it. So it's all kind of contained in one unit until you're ready to ferment. Then you transfer it over. Cool. And then it's got uh, that little arm on top of it. That's a recirculation pump. So it takes all the stuff from the bottom back to the top and keeps it, keeps everything moving. Gotcha. Keeps it you still, you still do the fermenting in the glass jar though, correct? Uh, I do. He's actually got a stainless fermenter that oh, okay. also is really nice that I would like, but, uh, I'm probably going to end up buying his old stainless one off of him. That's just a little bit less capable from the one he's got now. He's been brewing everything in 10 gallon batches lately. And that one can only do seven, which is fine for me. I usually do five gallon batches. So Gotcha. So now was stainless better to brew in than glass or copper or it all kind of depend on what you're doing. It's yeah. It's kind of a toss up between glass and stainless. The perk of stainless is it's not fragile. (laughs) Well, there's that. But uh, when I first started off, I was using plastic buckets, and there's the drawback on those that if you get, like, any scratches or anything in the plastic, that's a spot for bacteria to grow that you have to be really careful to make sure you clean them really good. Oh, gotcha. Whereas stainless and glass, you don't have as much issue with scratching. True. Have you, uh, have you ever tried a copper one? I have not. I, don't, I haven't seen any on the market, really. Most of them are stainless or glass or plastic. Okay. And then that uh, the other nice thing with the one that I'm probably going to buy from him is it's got a conical bottom on it. So when the, as the yeast and everything all settles into the bottom, you can open up a trap and dump all that off. Oh, perfect. Getting all kinds of fancy. Right? Yeah, eventually I'll probably end up with one of these systems that he's got, but that's a little ways down the road for me, I think. There you go. Future goals. <laughs> yeah, it's like an $800 brew system. So <laughs> Gotta have something to work up to. Right? Sorry, yeah. Junior, you can't go to college. I had to buy a brew station. <laughs> The, the smaller version of it that does uh, nine gallons is like $600. And this one does uh, like, I think it's like 16 or 17 gallons. So for $200 okay. more, it's kind of a no brainer. You can still do a small batch in it or you can do the bigger ones. So. I've got one of those little like miniature Mr. Beer kits from like seven years ago upstairs in, <laughs> in one of my <laughs> cabinets that I need to break out one of these days. But I made one of those one time. Yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, cool. <laughs> but, so don't be disappointed if it's not good because the one yeah. that I had, I mean, it was expired and somebody bought it at a garage sale and gave it to me. So, yeah, yeah, this one probably expired five years ago. <laughs> like the system's pretty cool and it's easy to use. So you could 
theoretically based off of that you could build up a, a your own batch and brew it in that system without using what comes with it too you know i gotta say bringing it back to this pickle beer the sour sticks with it you know like a lot mm-hmm. of times when you drink a, a sour beer it's like sour at the beginning but you like you build up a, an immunity to it and you, <laughs> you know fun. you just you get used to this sticks around this that was that was the bottom of the can that was wicked <laughs> Wolf down. i'm getting close to the bottom no i'm almost bottoms, there bottoms yeah. up <laughs> give me a minute i'm gonna go do the bloody mary thing so there you go do it we gotta know how it tastes and he's away will he be back we don't know Will he still have any of the pickle beer in the can, or is he going to pour it down the sink? <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't put it past him if he actually came back and it, it was just a Bloody Mary. He took it with him. so. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, he has to. I mean, to fool us, he's got to take it out. But I'm sure he's going to come back with, like, the mixed drink. Yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know if the bottom of the, the glass is going to be as bad as the bottom of the can, but wow. <laughs> mine did get stronger as it went down so I, i'll see here in a second how, how the bottom glass is how was that last drink howie <laughs> i mean it's it's got a bite i'm, I'm getting closer but oh, man okay. <laughs> I, I just i could you imagine having to chug this thing oh, just, oh. <laughs> this this would be the beer pong beer <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the bottom of the glass was pretty bitter. Oh, a little bit of foam left. Yeah, I had to. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, people are getting their money's worth on this episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a that was a fine dining experience. That th- thank you very much, Howie. We we appreciate that. You know, I I knew it was going to go one of two ways. It was either going to be like. And a surprisingly amazing beer, or it was going to be bad and it's like and content worthy, you know. It, it was going to be one of those two. It it's not bad. That's the thing. Like it's not bad. No, it's not it, going to be my new go-to, but it's not bad. Definitely the kind of thing though that you want to almost ambush somebody with, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be worse. It could be Black Lantern. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that that was a pretty awful beer. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll have to wait till October comes around, and there we go. I'll have to pick some of that up for everybody. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> a couple of that was some death by coconut. Ooh. <laughs> I, I I will say I think that uh, Black Lantern was worse than Death by Coconut because like let me put it this way most people would not mix chocolate and pumpkin pie true it's just it's not a great combo to begin with so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we're drinking the podcast it's the Mark Hitter uh. <laughs> <laughs> so now the question here Kidder is, is is there still pickle beer in that glass? Yes. Look at the camera and tell us the truth, Mark. <laughs> uh, wait, sorry. Right hand. <laughs> I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. Oh, they're okay. 
I should have put my other hand up here because no, I wasn't crossing my fingers. Like you're crossing my toes. Oh. Uh, cheers to cheers. all y'all. Hmm. <laughs> this is going to be a bad night. <clears throat> Add the vodka. It'll make it better. I didn't have, I didn't have room. <laughs> I mean now now I have some room but you know I might as well add whiskey to this because there's so many pl- flavor profiles in this that it's just all over the place. <laughs> I mean everything that's in there is what's typically in the bloody mary minus the vodka. Well I don't remember if there's <laughs> vodka in the Zing Zangs or not. I left the can upstairs. But I can tell you that the, the sour taste of the nasty fermented <laughs> beer is not included in a Bloody Mary. <laughs> We're going to need like one of those good Bloody Mary mix recipes. You know, the old fashioned recipes, you know, uh, um, we also have a Bloody Mary mix. You can take your pick between spicy and less spicy. If you'd like a a Bloody Mary mix, (laughs) spicy and less spicy. (laughs) Yeah. All the, all the heat comes off the salsa and goes directly into the Bloody Mary mix. Some of them get pretty wicked. Yeah. But the Bloody Mary mix is awesome. (laughs) So there's North Dakota spicy, and then there's spicy. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And why haven't you uh, shared any of this in all of our conquests? You know, honestly, I completely forgot about it until right now. (laughs) Hold on a second. Oh, JS has left the building. (laughs) Just watch. Jimi Hendrix is going to drop in. More than likely. More than likely. <laughs> hey, well, he's uh, running and doing that. Local Geek, question for you. Sure, what's up? I, I want your opinion. I, I'm working on assembling a model here, and I got a couple hand options. What would you go with? Bone sword, metal cleaver sword. What kind of uh, character are we talking? I mean, <laughs> just your friendly neighborhood pit fiend. I feel like Bone Sword on that guy, definitely. All right. I can do that. So yeah, yes, welcome back to the program. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, where can you pick up that lovely mix that you're holding? You can also find this at both locations, both uh, Pet Place there and Pet Place Summit. We have spicy, and again, not not spicy. Um, uh, and, and, and it's good. You, you should try some. We uh, we take the brine off the top of our salsa and we make our bloody mary mix with the with salsa brine one uh, one of these batches is my uh tail dragger batch and uh the bloody mary mix is wicked that's you the one I put the... Too? what's that you make your own vinegar too we're, we're not that fancy <laughs> vinegar is too vinegar is too cheap to make unless you're no. trying to make wine and turn it into vinegar by accident well, you know, we haven't done that. We just we we uh, we made some really good uh, apple wine by accident. But uh, no, uh, everything that goes in the jar comes out of the garden, aside from the vinegar. 
other than that, everything uh, everything is all right from our garden. So the uh, the tail dragger batch I did, I loaded that thing with scorpions, reapers, uh, and ghost peppers. Every every hot pepper I could get my hands on. So that uh, that's also got pretty pretty wicked. <clears throat> yeah, that'll <clears throat> make your toes curl. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good you're gonna have to make yourself another something like that well i, I like tried to get uh, google bard to make a recipe for a bloody mary but apparently it's not programmed to assist with that <laughs> huh. well you, you gotta you, ask gotta ask chat gpt maybe it'll make you a better one maybe I, I don't have an account on that one but <laughs> it did make me a pretty decent recipe for what looked like at least what looked like a decent recipe for a wee heavy so oh. i'm gonna I might try to brew that one of these days and tweak it a little bit because it only came in at six and a half percent, and I'd like to be closer to eight for a wee heavy. Yeah, you should. Uh, you should ask ask you to make or ask it to make you a Molotov cocktail and see what uh, see what it comes <laughs> up with for for a brew. <laughs> so a uh, couple things. One, I do actually have a really killer Bloody Mary uh, recipe. So local geek, I'll have to share that with you at some point. It's good. Uh, but but second of all, I, I got this text, guys, while I'm sitting here from my wife. It says, I hear you talking about me. <laughs> I ordered stuff off the list from Target and for some reason couldn't use my PayPal account, so I had to use the credit card. <laughs> <laughs> now look what you did. Busted. So uh, clearly she can hear. So uh, I'm gonna and we lost another we lost another viewer. Uh yeah, <laughs> it's all right. You might you might be sleeping in that cave of wonders tonight. <laughs> you know, wouldn't there's a, there's a pee pee right back there? So you know, I, I, I can see that. <laughs> yes, and so the elements don't get in and get them. <laughs> Speaking of people, uh, you know, checking out stuff and then getting caught. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't saying I was getting caught. Kidder, uh, I don't know if you have uh, looked on like our Facebook comments and such lately. What did uh, local geek say today? Uh, it wasn't local geek. Yeah. I had to laugh, Kidder. We put out an episode entitled Whiskey Fungus, right? And it was about fungus that was created during the whiskey-making progress and how it was affecting a Jack Daniels plant. That's what we were talking about. We've gotten two comments on it, Kidder, and they're both from people saying things along the lines of, Hey, you know, I, I used to have problems buying uh, mushrooms, but uh, now I get my product here. <laughs> so clearly, if you uh, if you title the episode, you know, your podcast with uh, fungus in the title, you start getting people posting where you can buy illicit mushrooms. <clears throat> yeah. Just go see your local JS gunslinger, and I'm sure you... <laughs> Sure, he's got some mushrooms around. You know, uh, from what I've heard, the the mushrooms that grow on top of the uh, manure piles are the the ones that uh, the people like. And we have plenty of them. <laughs> can't it's say just, can't say funny. I've ever tried to eat anything that came out of a manure pile, but you know what? Uh, uh, whatever floats people's boat. Gonna say, sounds like we have a new experiment. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, not it. <laughs> Just call that right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nope. 
I'm good. <clears throat> I got like he found the bottom. Uh, I'm right next to the bottom. <laughs> I'm trying to build up the willpower to just gun the last little bit of this. You can do it. We have faith in you. If not, at least Kidder's recording and we get extra content. So, and and we want to see your that see the reaction. But yes. <laughs> Oh man, best best part of the beer coming right up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It hopefully being over. Hopefully not up. <laughs> hopefully it stays down. <laughs> Don't even know. I got a bucket close by. I think the closest thing I got is this overly sized leprechaun hat that's still sitting out hey, here. That'll work. Mm, yeah, yeah. Let's finish this thing. <laughs> I told you it was a. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You weren't lying. <laughs> I think his eyes are watering. <laughs> uh, not quite, but. I'm you definitely feeling that see. one in my gut. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've already moved on to drink number two because not that I didn't like that, but I need to I need to get that out of my mouth. <laughs> I suppose I should have topped my glass up then too. Oh yeah, watch watch local geek go pick up. Uh, he's like, oh, which of the three on taps should I have? I'll just uh, hmm, this one or this one, and hmm, I'll just choose uh, number. Number one looks good today. How's that Bloody Mary treating you, Kidder? Uh. <laughs> you know, it wasn't bad until the uh, the pickle beer got put into it. So, well, Kidder, I'll have you know my my number one tap is water. Uh. <laughs> so he's going light on us. I see. Oh no, I, I went with the number two tap. Oh. Ooh. I see what you did there. Number two for it's been a week. Straight down the crapper. Yeah, no, number two is the uh the mini DNA. I've been trying to polish that keg off, so I've got something to put the wheat in when it gets done. Oh. I happen to know a guy. If uh <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna put something in a container. <laughs> just, I know a guy. I don't think I have enough to fill a growler anymore. I'm pretty sure I'm down to the last couple of pints. I was hoping it was going to kill off with this one, but I, uh, I, I might have a first for the for the show, but I'm not sure if I've made this yet or not. So, so I, uh, I I make myself a little homemade concoction here. I take Lipton iced tea. I I make it with hot water instead of cold water. I add honey to it. And then I pour in Phillips Blackberry Brandy. Top shelf. And there's a there there's about six shots in this one, so he's going light. Yeah. It's a school night. It's a school night. Right? Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to grab the special edition Coca-Cola. You know, if if I make it through this, um I have not drank pop since the middle of November. You're, you're gonna ruin my streak. You just gotta do what he did with the Bloody Mary. You just gotta say, "I'm gonna go upstairs, pour it in a glass, and then come back with you know an opaque glass." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, mm, mm, very sugary. Yep. Wow, mm -hmm. this is this is good. Yeah. We'll see. 
this we might have to save this for for another one, but we'll see. If we make it through if we make it through the other one, we'll try that. It was hiding behind the other glasses, so I actually forgot about it. What else have you forgotten about or wondered about or anything recently? Or are we done talking about the fungus? Did that I get just, eradicated? I just as I said, wanted to bring up the fact that we've gotten like two comments so far about where we can buy illicit mushrooms. Ah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was it. Just, you know, listen, can you you know we're we're hitting the like almost big time. You know, we're getting you know scams on Instagram wanting us to model jewelry. We're getting people telling us where to buy illicit mushrooms. Ooh. I mean, it's it's clear, Kidder. Fame corrupts. Fame corrupts. Yeah. You're just like one Miss Cleo away from being top shelf. Call me now for your free mushrooms. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know Miss Cleo has a Netflix? It's either a Netflix documentary or one of them other streaming services. But there, uh, there is a documentary on on Miss Cleo's whole spiel. And I think how she went to jail. Yeah. How he blows. <laughs> I have a feeling that you're going to be drinking something else. <laughs> I have a strong premonition. I, I I do have something else here. Yes. I knew it all along. It's not just this A&W root beer that I'm using to wash down that pickle beer taste. <laughs> I had a feeling I was going to need a palate cleanser between beers. So, yeah, just root beer. <laughs> what went with something like saltine crackers and water? Listen, <laughs> I completely it, kill it. It was left over from dinner. I, I, I was, you know, it's good. Just finishing it. Oh, it's 50 seconds. Yeah. Just what we need. No, I do have a second one down here, <clears throat> even though it is a school night. Is it sloppy? I don't know if it's sloppy, uh, but this one comes from the local geek. Um, okay, definitely not sloppy. It's above board. <laughs> um, oh, the death by coconut came from me too. <laughs> that that is true. Everybody that, misses something now and again. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Lupulin Brewing. Lupulin, Lupulin. I don't know, uh, but it is their uh, Hui IPA. Uh, it uh, this IPA is hopped with a ridiculous amount of the juiciest hops available in order to bring you the most hop flavor possible. We intentionally leave yeast and hop oils in the beer by not filtering them out. Some say that's a lot of hooey. Uh, what the hell do they know anyway? Crazy, juicy, hazy hooey. Uh, I will say, Kidder, this, this does come with a, a very handy guide to tell me what glassware I should be drinking this in, you know, in case I wish to get fancy. Uh, this is one pint. It is 6.2% alcohol. My volume. Uh, brewed in Lupulin, or at the Lupulin Brewing Company in Big Lake, Minnesota. Not Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where I bought it. No, no. <laughs> You can uh, go back a couple of episodes to where we had uh, Howard DeRef on to make the ruling on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, anyway. I don't know if you've uh, kept up on the comments on my homebrewing page 
post about the that episode but uh i do have some south dakota beers in route that should actually be south dakota beers mm. <laughs> I will say this IPA is a bit angry. <laughs> I am wearing some of it. <laughs> Damn it, local geek. <laughs> I think Kidder maybe shook it up when I gave it to him. Probably. I can neither confirm nor deny. He's like, pickle beer? <laughs> I'm just going to go throw that on the floorboard of my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's definitely smells of hops. Yeah, but a very oh, that's a very hoppy beer. Yes, it is. the The double IPA that uh, I told Kidder to keep for himself out of that set is uh, higher IBU, but I didn't think it was as hoppy. Mm. It definitely is juicy. I'll I'll give it that. You know, a lot of times I see juicy on these, and I'm like, what the hell? It's not. This is juicy. But very bitter. <laughs> a great follow-up to a pickle beer. It, it, it really is. This is a night of uh, bitter beer face. <laughs> and not because the beer is, like, you know, bad. It's, um, I mean, overall, it's enjoyable. It's just yeah, that one, I mean, as somebody who doesn't care for IPAs, the, the flavor profile on that one was actually really good. It was just a little bit more bitter than I would like. Yeah, I mean, if you dialed the bitter back just a just a, a tish, it'd be a a really great IPA. Um, but it is just woo, that is strong, and I got a whole pint of this thing. So, oh boy, uh huh. And I'm still playing with super glue, so you know, who knows where this night might go. <laughs> well, and how he super glues his fingers together will. Uh... We'll ha we'll have some great content. Uh, I mean, people are probably getting sick of that content by now. <laughs> <laughs> Super redundant. <laughs> it happens multiple times an episode. Ah. <laughs> Especially in later half of the episode. <laughs> I just glue my fingers together again. I'm gonna join Howard in the local geeks tyranny of blowing up your taste buds with this nasty blissful ignorance <laughs> this is nine percent alcohol by volume 70 ibus for srms and it is one pint and again of the lupulin brewing in big lake minnesota officially now, this is apparently inspired by the wonderful hoppy beers coming out of the Northeast. <laughs> the double IPA is loaded with waves of some of the juiciest hops available. <laughs> Citra, Mosaic, <laughs> Columbus Blend, <laughs> together make this hop juice intentionally left hazy with yeast in suspension to create a soft mouthfeel. That's what everybody wants. And enhance the flavor of this wonderfully hoppy beer. It is a double IPA. And there's the the story on the back and the proof of what it is and what it was and what I don't want it to be. But with everything that's been coming across the table here, I might as well get this thing out of the way too. 
Good thing there's a bathroom that way. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> Local geek, I just remember I know where you live too. <laughs> <laughs> It tastes like, or I should say it smells like, I haven't tasted it yet. It smells like orange juice that you left out for two days and then put back in the refrigerator. <laughs> uh. It tastes like it, too. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I might actually cry. <laughs> this... JS, is it, you still have problems with that engine? <clears throat> uh, no, I fixed it, but, but you know. Oh, I was hoping that it was still stuck because I'm going to pour some of this on it and it'll move it. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I feel my well, stomach turning right now. It's like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> if we're getting to that one, I had a first in in my my mechanical career here. Uh, you want to know how cold it is up here for people that are down south? I literally had an engine cylinder freeze in place. I've never had one happen before. Uh, somehow, I went to work on a, a guy called me and went to work on his pickup. Uh, the starter was malfunctioning. Okay, put a new starter in it. Turned the key and nothing. Just a just a nice solid whack. Okay, another starter's good. So I curled underneath there with a three foot breaker bar and put a socket on the crankshaft. And I pulled until I damn near slid the pickup sideways, and I could not move this thing. I said, okay, something obviously is wrong here. When I talked to him, he's like, Ava's working fine. We were pushing snow with it. He's got a blade on it. We were pushing snow. We Everything was working good. We didn't have any noises. Nothing was banging, clanking, you know, like a normal malfunction would be. We parked it, shut it off, went to start it three days later. Nothing would work. Okay. Well. Couldn't get her going there, so I uh, went up, loaded it on the trailer, brought it back to my place, put it on the hoist, and was looking over this thing and was about ready to pull the oil pan off and check the bottom end out because I figured a crank uh, connecting rod had come apart. But I'm like, you know, before we do this, let's pull the spark plugs out just for just for shits and giggles and see if we can spin it over that way and maybe it's vapor locked. Spin the spin all the spark plugs out and I notice on one of them that there's moisture in one of the cylinder or on one of the spark plugs. Like, okay. So I take my boroscope and I stick my boroscope down the cylinder and I don't make it more than half an inch and I run into a block of ice inside the cylinder. I've never had that happen before. I've never seen that. I mean, I'm, I'm not on something that's actively being used. You know, tractors that have been sitting out for four, five, ten years, get you go to resurrect. Yeah, that's one thing, but I've never seen that happen on something that's actually being used. Stuck a torch down the cylinder, melt a little bit of the ice out, went underneath with the bar, ran it back and forth, busted the ice out, and works great. So that's how cold it is up here. But uh, good wow. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a first for me. I, I have I I've never I've never had that happen. I was very curious about 
what would happen uh, or how you would, you know, get it figured out after you told me that you're having issues. Yeah. And, and remember what I said, <laughs> you want me to help. I, uh, Kidder offered to take it apart. He just was pretty, pretty sure he wasn't going to be able to put it back together. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't, wouldn't work so well. <laughs> I can do it once. He didn't just offer to tilt his head just right to refract the sun into it. Oh, you know, that might have worked. We could have used Kidder's forehead to melt the ice inside the cylinder. Yeah. Where were you yesterday? <laughs> you never call. You never write. You know, Kidder, we should probably talk some hockey because. Hell yeah. Been a lot of hockey news. I know our abs were still going on a tear. Except for, for one game. But yes. If there was a game that they didn't win. I, I didn't see it. So. Liar. <laughs> you're sitting there watching and you're like, I'm just going to sneak this one game in. Uh, crap. They're losing. Kidder's going to find out. I just keep waiting for like the day where like, I'm like, you know, like at work or like, it's just in the evening and I'm just like sitting at home and also I just get a text that says, damn it, Howard. And you know, it's like, Oh, what did I do? <laughs> oh, I know what you did, but uh, well, yes, abs. Won again today, so they beat the Arizona Coyotes twice in a row. It was uh, one of the home-and-home home series. On Friday night, the Coyotes were in Denver. Avalanche beat them there. Tonight, the Avalanche traveled out to the desert, beat them there. It was in a shootout. And Miko ranted and closed in on his 50th goal of the season, which will be awesome for the Moose getting her done also as we bring up the arizona coyotes i shared this news that the minority co-owner as in the minority shareholder owner so however they have it worked out whether he owns 49 percent and the other owner owns 51 percent whatever it is he's the minority owner of the arizona coyotes was arrested in Colorado on domestic assault allegations slash charges for allegedly attempting or partially strangling somebody. So that team continues to have problems, demons, various other weird things happening to it in the desert. What? What do you get? You, well, I got the fourplex. You can. He's got a sword now. No, that's not even the one I was... Oh, it's not the same one. No, I thought he was just holding his fist like, damn you, coyotes! But, yeah, no, no. I was thinking the sword was in the wrong hand, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's the one that I asked about, local geek. He's done. He's ready to go. Ready for battle. Ready for some mm -hmm. pickle beer. Ready to continue to bring down the Arizona coyotes. It just... You said demons, and I happened to have a table full of demons that I'm assembling at the moment, so it's just funny. Sorry. Sorry. Did not mean to, to derail. Yeah, you did. Any more on the uh, Coyotes, Avs? I know that's done. The uh, Avalanche beat them. And uh, on to the next one. Gitter, I, I, I will ask. I didn't... Uh, I, I, I know this, is, this game that I'm about to bring up is uh, 
um, kind of late for me to bring this up, but I ju- I saw it. The uh, the game against Ottawa, the one that uh, you brought up, the <laughs> terrible refing. Yeah, uh, I, I happened to catch uh, a particular goal that uh, the Avs scored, yeah. and I, I kind of wanted your your take on this thing because um, I mean I'm an Avs fan, and I'm glad we got the goal, but we shouldn't have got the goal. <laughs> so uh, for those who I haven't remembered, but. The I, double IPAs is getting to me. Re- refresh my memory like you were going to do before I so rudely interrupted. Mm, that's okay. Uh, so the, the the basics of the play was uh, it puck was heading down towards the Ottawa goal. Uh, the ref didn't call it for icing because it looked like it was going to be icing, but the players had a bit of contact. The Ottawa goalie gets the puck and he freezes it puts his glove over it for at least four seconds. And I don't mean just one, two, three, four. I mean, this was a a very serious one, two, three, four. There's no whistle, but, I mean, they're so used to them being a whistle, he lets up off the puck, and there just happens to be an abs player who sees the puck sitting there and just jams it in. A lot of Ottawa fans and such are very upset by the refing in this game, but this is just probably the most blatant example that I was able to find. So. I'm not even a hockey fan, and I, I, I can tell you that that, that wasn't right. Like the, well, the most hockey I get is, uh, is my nephew is like Little League, Pee Wee, whatever he's in. This must not be the same nephew that helped uh, clear out my yard in the earlier snowstorm. No, not that one. That one doesn't play hockey. I was gonna say he seemed older than Pee Wee League stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, no, it was not that one. <laughs> so the th- the thing with with this whole controversy is the puck was visible. Like the the goalie did not have complete control over the puck, and that's why the the officials let the play continue, and then he let up. Off the puck, obviously thinking the whistle had been blown, which it clearly hadn't, so he should have held on a lot longer. It is what it is. Avalanche were were watching, and there it is. Yeah, no, he had it covered. I the coverage that I watched of it showed like multiple angles. He had it covered. The refs just didn't blow the whistle. I mean, typically, the, the goalie puts a glove over the puck on the ice. It plays over. Like it, it doesn't doesn't have to be for more than about a second or two. It, it It's done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will say, the Ottawa Senators goalie did screw up. I mean, he did uncover before the whistle was blown. You know, uh, the one commentator that I was kind of listening as I was watching the clip of this said, you know, it's just reflex. You're just trained. You know, like, that ah, four seconds, it whistles blown by then you know but i mean he did mentally screw up on covering it but the refs should have blown the the play dead yeah yeah that that should have been a call uh and you know how i know that it's it was a really bad call kidder the commentators that i was watching on this one uh they're from a uh, podcast network called locked in so this was locked on or locked in um senators that was just it's a podcast just about the Ottawa Senators, and they were sharing how their their partner podcast, Locked On Avalanche, texted them 
mid-game or after that happened to go, we're sorry. That <laughs> shouldn't have been a goal. <laughs> so well, you know. there the podcast clearly doesn't have the final call on it because the review even went to Toronto because I, I, everything was was covered. So I, I mean I, what I'm saying is like I, I get and yes, there was no whistle, so it is a legitimate goal. What I'm saying is this is on the refs. Like I was cheap. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, truthfully, kind of a junk goal. It's not as pretty as some of the ones that we were putting in against um gosh, was it it was the coyotes. I I saw those highlights today. Like some of those goals were pretty, man. Just uh-huh. pretty. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't one of those. This was just like clearly like the shenanigans that just make you hate refs. Well, I mean, when you like Howard the ref. I was waiting for there to be like a, a follow up to that, but yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the IPA is screwing with my everything. <laughs> uh, hey, Jitter, last at least last bit of hockey news that I have that you might uh, have some thoughts comments on uh, involves one of your favorite players, and that would be uh, the St. Louis goaltender uh, Binghamton. Oh, this piece of work. Yeah. Trash so, Bennington. You get it? Trash bin? Trash Bennington? Huh? It just flows right <laughs> off the tongue. It uh huh? it, it does flow. Um right into now, the garbage. I wish you would have said that before, because then I would have actually got that his name is Binnington and not Bingington. It's close. Close it enough. Close it is. It, just it, a trash name all around. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we talked about Kidder a couple weeks ago, uh, his almost near fight, uh, with Mark Andre Fleury of the Minnesota wild. We would have had a goalie versus goalie fight. Uh, but the, uh, linesman stepped in, stopped the fight and, uh, robbed us of that opportunity. Um, and we kind of covered, you know, Binnington went to such great lengths to try and rile up the crowd uh, after that happened, uh, to which Ryan Reeves said, that's stupid. Uh, But a couple more bits of news coming out about this. Uh, The linesman who stopped the play, uh, David Breezeboys, went on the record to say, quote, the biggest mistake of my career was not letting Flurry knock that twat waffle out. Yes. <laughs> Kudos to recognizing that he uh, he he took away our opportunity for a goalie v goalie fight, uh, and yes, to see uh, Mark Andre Flurry probably beat him. Uh, at least I'd hope he'd beat him. Senseless. But also, great use of, like, insult that I've never heard before. Twat waffle. I'm not going to lie. I I use that one often. That's one of my favorites. (laughs) Um, I I swear I've used that around you. (laughs) You know what? I've never heard it before, and... uh... That's good. Hmm. That's that's good. I I got a screaming dinosaur upstairs. I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. Jimi Hendrix is back, everybody. (laughs) I was just going to say, I wonder if it's Jimi Hendrix. Wow, 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 wow. Anyway, going back to this, uh, <laughs> this story. Uh, That's great, but anyway. 
Yeah, uh, so Jordan uh, Jordan Biddington's actions have led to an NHL hearing. Uh, the NHL Department of Player Safety has planned a hearing over Jordan Biddington's actions Wednesday in the St. Louis Blues loss to the Minnesota Wild. Because, uh, Kidder, and we didn't really dive into that so much when we talked about it on the podcast, but like the thing that started this near fight was uh, you had the Wild score a goal, and as the one player who scored, he was celebrating, um, as you do, and, uh, you know, just happened to clip Bennington uh, while skating through the crease. You know, it looked very accidental in my mind, you know, because he's he's celebrating and he, he just missed the guy's foot out in place. But Bennington got up and basically sucker punched him uh, with the glove. And uh, that's what led to all of the kerfuffle and all of that. So, yeah, he got pulled into the uh, Committee of Player Safety for a hearing. Uh, I haven't heard any results from that hearing as the time of us recording this show. Um, and I had seen a statement from him that uh, it wasn't a pleasant experience going in front of yeah. the Board of uh, Player Safety. But, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll uh, we'll hopefully report more on that when that comes out because uh, it's just kind of too good of a story to not talk about. Yeah, I don't know. I think that guy should be banned from the NHL just because you swing a stick at somebody and aim for their throat. I mean, uh, we talked about that last year when he did that to the Avalanche. Uh, And so you can go watch that and hear our thoughts on that. Uh, I think he should be banned from the NHL. And I've seen other people like, yeah, that's what the NHL is about, getting fights and stuff. Sure, but he's a goalie, and he has all that extra padding and a bigger stick. Does he need to be involved with all of that? No, don't think he does. Yeah, well, and, and, and truthfully, you know, you look at this and it's like, what does this really achieve, you know? Just nothing. But it's hard to say. I mean, there are still fights in hockey. Um, the Bruins threw down here. I think it was... Gosh, who was who were they up against? Was it the Lightning? I want to say it was the Lightning. But like two, three actual fights within the first 10 seconds of the game that happened this weekend, Kidder. A lot of action. Local geek, I don't know if I can finish this. I'll be honest with you. I only drank half of it when I had it. I split it with somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I made it a quarter. I'll, t- I'll take one, one more champion sip just for you. How about that? That's fair. Like I said, out of the two, that one was the one that I liked better. So I thought it would probably be better suited for you. Woo! <sighs> Not going uh, to, uh, to, to lie, Kidder, uh, you started yeah. talking about your drink. I was like, I should have uh, a drink of mine. And I'm like, where the hell did I set that can? Um, I, I found it. It was just, it's amazing that I lost this thing with as, you know, brightly colored and such as it is. But usually my drink is on my uh, table right in front of me. I have, I'm building some really big miniatures right now and they take up a lot of table space. So I have to super glue it to your hand. I, I I might, but that's going to make it hard to put this uh, this dragon together. That's what I'm working <sighs> on. I'm, I'm down to dragons. Is really 
what I got left over here and a few little odds and ends, but mostly dragons. You know, I've been trying to stall so that you could uh-huh. uh, regain your composure because. Oh, yes. Uh, man, you've been watching a lot of movies lately, man. I have to say I've been catching up on some movies and at the same time watching some old movies. I, I, I see that. I, I, that's an impressive list, man. Here's the thing. I've had a little bit of time on my hands lately. Watched a couple movies. And most recently, might as well go down the list here. John Wick. There are now four chapters available for your viewing pleasure. One through three available on streaming, DVD, Blu-ray, 4K. And then the fourth one, now in theaters. Last night, because we had planned on going to the fourth chapter today, we watched the first three chapters last night. So that's also why I'm a bit out of it, because stayed up until about three. But it was worth watching them again. Very much. Interesting that the first one came out back in 2014, and then the second one was 2017. And the third one was 2020. And now, 2023, the fourth chapter released. And the longest of the four. So re-watching, some of it clicked a little bit better than what it had before. Because, you know, the period in between. Didn't necessarily watch one and two before going to three. Or the first one before going to number two. That sort of thing. So, they very much tied together even better and it was interesting to note little pieces i hadn't picked up on before and nuances if you will of the undercurrent and the noir nature that they're trying to pull from new york city so no spoilers from the fourth one because i don't know if highward has even seen the second or third one (laughs) i haven't seen any of them okay So there, I won't even ruin it, but Howard, I think you need to go ahead, sit down, pick up some time, watch some people get shot in the head. I'll I'll try and do that within like the next decade, 18 years. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Right right after he watches, uh, what's, what's that movie that he's got two copies of and hasn't seen? Oh, you mean Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim? It's still yeah, sitting that, back. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, that one's still there. But mm-hmm. Lane's involved with that. And when Lane gets involved and then stops watching the show, we're just kind of on a cliffhanger. Like the season finale of the show that isn't going to get made for another season. <laughs> I'm just waiting for, for us to like actually build like a huge fan base and there'd be like an actual like pool of like when will howard watch pacific rim my vote is never i'm gonna watch it man are you because yeah sounds like you're lying i I see your lips moving (laughs) js has his his pistol out no i don't (laughs) (laughs) i figured i might as well i might as well do a little bit of cleaning while while we're at this i always build models so I might as well clean some guns. Yes. Yes, you should. 
Welcome to Hobby Time with Howard and JS. Can I bring my way? How about it? Yeah, he has like that fancy ultrasonic chamber I've been hoping to try out. <laughs> I, I mean, I do have one of them. I, uh, it works quite well, I'm not going to lie. What's funny is I need to clean my gun, too. <laughs> I should almost go get mine and then look. <laughs> Two of the four of us cleaning right. guns. Local geek can go get his and well, we'll make it a trifecta. Yeah, I'd have to probably wake my wife up, though, because mine's up in the bedroom. <laughs> anyway, uh, JS, well, you were gone. We were talking about John Wick in the uh -huh. movie series. Have you seen? He must have known because he uh, came back with his guns. Yeah, he must have known. <laughs> I have not seen the last two. I believe the first two were awesome, but I, I have not seen number three and number four yet. Just a quick recap: what you missed. We watched the first three last night, and then today went to the noon showing of number four. That's a lot of John Wick in one day. Yeah, that was Keanu talking. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's a lot of John Wick in one day. It was good. I learned some some tricks to try at the next move and Ooh. shoot. There you go. There you go. I'm picking up on things. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if they'll disqualify you for for you know doing the the car procedure or not, but you know you you can just no. you're welcome to try. Yeah, doing the <laughs> unnecessary look as you pull pull your slide back a little bit just to see every single time you you've loaded a new magazine. Well, <laughs> there 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 is a there is a legitimate train of thought to that but i i yeah i understand it's a lot of what they're doing is uh movie antics and making it look good i have watched him shoot on youtube though going through some of his training drills he actually does know what he's doing he's he's quite good with the with the uh with the firearm he's gone through many pieces of training i shouldn't even say pieces because He's done full schools of training in jujitsu, vehicle, tr uh, pursuit training, uh, stunt drive training, and firearms training and usage training. So all of the stunts, I shouldn't say all of the stunts, probably 95% of the stunts in the movies that you see Keanu actually performs. Right. Uh, they just uh, they yeah. save the real dangerous ones for the uh, for the stunt guys, but you know, right? Like when he gets thrown off a building, that's oh, for the stunt yeah. guys, probably. But you know the the music, the choreography, the the gun porn. It's very good. You know, uh, you're talking about all the training he's doing uh, for this. It reminds me there is a. Um, a series out there called JCD. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but it's it stars Jean Claude Van Damme. Ooh, and the the whole premise is he he actually plays himself, but the whole premise is that his entire movie career was a cover, and that he was actually a secret agent going out and doing these missions, and that the movies that he was in were literally just his cover to do all of these missions. It's kind of a really interesting meta series. 
something that's freaking brilliant (laughs) (laughs) i mean uh, what better cover could you get (laughs) yeah so uh there's one for you to to go out and check out if you got the time i I watched a couple episodes of it it was it was pretty interesting I do like me some Jean-Claude Van Damme. So, yeah, but just interesting for him, like, on this, again, this premise that he's movie star is his, <laughs> that is his yeah. cover. <laughs> Sorry. The uh, the IPA is getting to me a little bit. <clears throat> That's why I stopped drinking it. <laughs> I, f- I feel like there's some grass out there that might need a drink. You lightweights. No, I'm not ta- talking about stopping drinking. Uh, I'm just talking about <laughs> not drinking this anymore. I'm. Uh, it, I think you were gone when when local geek admitted that he also did not actually drink a full pint of that. Huh. So when the brewmaster, the guy who makes the beer, doesn't even drink a full thing of this, you know it's trash. Just to be fair, I would have drank the whole thing, but I was with a friend oh. and shared it. Oh. Oh, that's uh, two glasses and right, you know, right. <laughs> pour pour a forty on the curb for my homie. Right, yes, <laughs> yes. I'm I'm going to have to go pour a forty of whatever is left of this. I'll just call it forty ounces to freedom. You, you know what, Kidder? You should just go pour it on the P Rock. Ooh, you know, because that'll that'll mess with those parents. There you go. It's basically like how dogs mark their territory. <laughs> Just go over and <laughs> I see your pee and I raise you a nasty beer. <laughs> I, ra- I raise you a pine tree. <laughs> Stick those needles up your ass. <laughs> Mark is going to violence. What? I never said I would do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's, listen, there's nothing connecting me to anything that could be proved in the court yep, of law. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> I guess what I'm hearing is we got to start the show over. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What a beer, blues, and BS. The podcast where one of our members says stuff that we probably shouldn't record and we have to start over. I'm your host, <laughs> Howard Blues. Here, as always, with my co-host, the band, the myth, the technically the innocent, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, what other movies have you been watching tonight? Definitely not proven guilty. There's not enough evidence. <laughs> <laughs> this recording cannot be considered prima facie. Let me tell you that. <laughs> it's hearsay, I tell you. Hearsay. <laughs> it is all hearsay and slander. Uh, Howard, you'll love this one. Lucky number Slevin. One of, uh, I don't want to say your favorites, but uh, it's up there, I think, in, in your overall list of movies. It's uh, it's a good one. That's the one uh, <laughs> uh, where I was talking about Big D. And Big D, I, I told him, I said, like, because me and Lefty, we like to watch a lot of, you know, crime procedural shows like NCIS. But I could usually figure out, like, who the killer is, like within the first 15 minutes or so like i usually pretty quick and we mentioned this and big d's goes oh, i saw this movie you'll never predict the ending you know and he told me it's lucky number 11 and so we happened to be in fargo uh we went to the, there's a there was a um a discount theater 
over in Moorhead. So movies that had already been out, kind of their like second run through theaters, and you could go to the movies for like five bucks. It's pretty cheap. So we saw Lucky Number Eleven there, and uh, Lefty had been part of the conversation with Big D, and sure enough, she knew exactly when I had it figured out because it's kind of got a twist ending. And uh, I, I told Big D, and there's some maybe some accusations that like he didn't believe me that I could do it, but yeah. So I figured it out before it was revealed, but great movie. I, I enjoyed it still. It was it was good. Lots of famous people in that movie, including Bruce Willis and Lucy Liu. Hmm. So so we're saying that uh, how he should have been a cr- a criminal investigator. You know, mm. I could that that could be his second career. Like uh, a profiler. Yeah, more, there you go. More like Howie does a lot of reading and consumes a lot of media and does a lot of writing. And when you do a lot of that, you can pick up on certain story tropes. And so it's more of like picking up on some of those different aspects to go, oh, well, I can tell the story you're telling and that's the guy. Ah, that makes you sense. Know. Makes sense. So it, it's not like I, I'm like, oh, well, the fingerprints here. Clearly, it must. It, it's not any real, like, that sort of investigation. And plus, especially with, like, the TV dramas, um, you know, because they have a villain of the week, pretty much. Um, not all of them are great actors. <laughs> they have to right. use so many people. So sometimes the person, just the way they act, it's like, you, you <laughs> did it. I mean, I've I've had characters who literally, like, they have walked onto screen and you know said, "Oh, hello, I'm Mr. Ginsburg." I'm like, "Yeah, he's the guy." <laughs> <laughs> I, for no other reason except for how you just said that line, it just it it clicks. I'm like, "You're the bad guy." Okay, got it. <sighs> I uh, so. I, I've got the uh, ADHD superpower of being able to predict the endings of movies after 15 minutes of watching them, and drives my wife nuts. Like well, I never slap it. That's a good one. That's a good one. I still own it. I, I think I have it somewhere. Probably in a box. The, uh, the only thing I've actually been watching a little bit of here lately is the new season of The Mandalorian. I'm I'm a bit of a Star Wars geek. I, I, I like the... I like the... Whatever you want to call it. Star Wars fan world thing. I don't know. I like it. Everybody has their... Yo, yes, ball. yes, okay. right there. I see it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And There's the more next, over, over and that the ne- corner. And then the next episode, Howie goes cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do have a Darth Vader helmet, yes. He's too much okay. of a wuss to actually dress up. What? Yeah, I'm calling you, you, you out. You didn't take him to Comic-Con with you and, and make him wear the Vader costume and... Well, I haven't gone to Comic Con. Oh. <laughs> I think that would cost even more than what I pay to go to the con that I go to now. <laughs> you know, if you went to the Star Trek con dressed as Vader, you'd get all kinds of attention. Except he wouldn't <laughs> be the first to do that. <laughs> oh, look at this. Look at this sorry sack. Now now he's like, I'm offended. <laughs> he's getting up to go do it. I uh I did at work 
couple weeks ago, take out. So I took out a couple hydraulic valves, and when I was looking at them, I looked at the end of it. And went, you know, that is like the exact clone of the muzzle brake that's used on Solo's blaster. I am making my own. <laughs> I've been recording this whole thing, so even though he may or may not be able to hear us, it, it all four of us. There we go. Oh, oh. Hey, look, it's it's look <laughs> it's it's who normally talks into his microphone. <laughs> look at that. Head oh, I thought he had the headphones on. I uh, I do have the headphones on, and yes, I can hear you. Oh, look at that. <laughs> there we go. Every episode now must be done like that. <laughs> yeah, look what you've done. You started a thing. I don't think he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's pushing the buttons, Kidder. The buttons do a thing. It, it used to actually, yeah, make uh, sound effects and all of that, but I think the batteries are probably uh, long dead in it. Used to have the voice modulator. But it would do the whole breathing thing and all of that. Ah. So, there. Challenge accepted. Challenge complete. There we go. I uh, I don't know if you if you heard when when I was talking to Kidder when you got up, but I I took a, a hydraulic valve apart the other day, and it was to me it looks like the exact copy of Han Solo's uh, the the muzzle brake on Han Solo's blaster. So I uh, I might have to make myself one. That would be pretty awesome. And with that, I'm taking this thing off because uh, I'm fogging up and I can hardly see. <laughs> <laughs> you know there there are people who dress as borg drones klingon warriors orion slave girls and everything in between so you're you're saying your costume was the last one right no <laughs> i'll get in between uh, <clears throat> and i love going to those conventions her, I uh, hate to put you on the clock. Oh, but, uh, we're, we're getting there, right? We're getting we're getting close to the end, and uh, okay. you, you've so done we, two movies out of this list. I, so. I know somebody keeps interrupting me, Howard. So, <laughs> what? Uh, have you watched the Terminal? You remember that movie? Tom Hanks, yeah, mm -hmm. had never seen it. Finally, got around to watching it. Actually, impressed. And on top of it, Star Trek reference in the movie by Zoe Saldana. Thank you very much. Way to go. She also plays Lieutenant Uhura in the three newest Star Trek movies. So there you go. Uh, also based on a true story. Just to throw that out yeah. there. Sometimes you get stuck in an airport. And I'm like, hmm, what would I do if I was stuck at an airport? The story My luck, it'd be like the Bismarck Airport. What do I? What? What then, do I do here? You'd get stuck there, and they'd kick you out at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but no. they couldn't, because I couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> that was a story that actually happened here. The guy got stuck in the airport because his flight got messed up, and uh, they booted him out at two a.m. in the winter. Oh yeah, in North Dakota. Oh yeah, they they yep. will here, but. But there they legally couldn't because guy flew in from a, a country that while he was in the air, 
was overthrown and was no longer a country. So he didn't have a valid passport. So he was not able to get through customs to come into the country and he couldn't be put back on a plane to go back to his country because his country didn't exist. So he was basically a, a person with no country and didn't have anywhere to go. So what do they do with him? Well, you can't go back and you can't go through. I guess you stay in the airport. Interesting. You know, I'd, ne- I, I'd never thought of that situation. So as I said, the film is inspired by the true story of an 18 year stay of uh, Mehran Karimi Nasseri in Terminal 1 of Paris's Charles de Gaulle Airport in France. He stayed there from 1988 to 2006. In 1988, Nasseri flew from Brussels to London via Paris. However, he was sent back to Paris because he lost his refugee passport and then was therefore stuck in Paris. But no, excellent movie. I might have to... I might have to partake in a couple of these. They uh, they actually sound pretty good. Good to go. He's all clean and stuff. Look at that. I was I was doing some shooting out my bedroom window this afternoon. So awesome. <laughs> Sounds normal. Oh, well, you know. Uh, next on the list, the amazing Maurice. This is a newer animated film about a group of rats. And a cat and a person, basically a, a a piper. That one, not too bad. I mean, I'm sure the kids would like it. The things that I enjoyed of the movie were David Tennant was the elder rat, voiced the elder rat. And uh, what's his name now? That was in house. The he played house. Hugh Laurie. Yes. I, I couldn't remember his last name off the top of my head. He is Maurice the cat. So some good acting, voice acting in that movie. Again, not too bad. The kids would probably enjoy it a little bit more than what I did. Eh, wasn't terrible. Uh Ant Man. We hadn't watched Ant-Man 1 or Ant-Man and the Wasp, the second one, but I've owned them for a while. And the third one came out, thought about going to it in theaters, and then we didn't. Uh, But watch the first two, and eh, I'm sure it fits in great if you watch them all in order, which we weren't doing, but not too terrible in the Marvel-verse, you know, very marvel Esque. And I, finally, I, I enjoyed both of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't terrible. You know, it wasn't outright horrible. Uh, next on the list, <clears throat> just released. And this one <laughs> you might be interested in because it is, yes, a storm chasing movie. And it is called Supercell. The Are first part of the movie. Tornado? Uh, no, this, this one's supposed to be more, more <laughs> legitimate, not, oh. you know, not garbage, man. Sorry. Definitely not a huge fan of, of the Sharknado. <laughs> uh, this one, very interesting because it's one of the last movies that Anne Hirsch made before she died. Uh, also starring Skeet Ulrich, who, if you're. Uh, remember from Jericho, 
CBS TV series from the early 2000s that was canceled twice and brought back twice before ultimately being canceled again. And Mr. Gunslinger himself, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, it was just released. There's some interesting references to other members of the storm chasing community, like Reed Timmer, the extreme meteorologist himself, uh, as they reference Gorilla Hale at one point. There is a lot of cheesy moments in this movie and a lot of head scratchers from people uh, like myself who have actual meteorological knowledge. But the first part of it is pretty good because they use actual footage that was obtained of storms, supercells, tornadoes, etc. So, in that capacity, I enjoyed that. In <laughs> most of the rest of it, I was like, what are they doing and where are they going with this? Oh, right. <sighs> there were some twister elements in there. Those are flying cows. No, no what? flying cows. What? No sharks, no flying cows. Nope. I don't know. I mean, this, this movie's going downhill quick. Uh, yeah. Was there Was there a lot of ice? Nope, no ice twisters either. I don't know. We're, we're at like solid sea here now. I, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I'm just going to let you guys take a look at for yourself. Was there at least a water tornado? I mean, technically all tornadoes are water tornadoes because they're water vapor. And the only reason that you see them is the debris and the dirt that it picks up from the ground. So <laughs> it was not a, a water spout. That's the word that one. was it on fire. I mean, is there any like Hollywood stuff in this? Uh, I mean, there were some explosions and things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Did they fashion a bunch of pop cans together to uh, to track the storm? Nope. But right at the beginning, they did have have some elements in there of storm tracking and uh, the kid's dad dies. Did they have a 99 Dodge Ram pickup that they were chasing the storm with? <laughs> nope. Oh, man. No, instead, they had the uh, Chevy Express 18 passenger vans. And the, uh, I suppose it would have been uh, maybe like a 1998 Ford F-250 work truck. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what I want to chase tornadoes in. A moving mobile home. Yeah, we're just going to drive the giant passenger van. That That's a great idea. Right into the center of a, st- of a tornado. See, it's, it's, it's funny that you say that, but it happens. Okay? It happens. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And that's... Typically, with the tornado tours go with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 get to see all the good stuff in the tornado. And it is a thing. In case you're not familiar, it is a thing. Yeah, they legitimately do it. Uh, let's see. That's pretty much the end of my my movie list for the week. Made it through a few, few more to go through. See. I see. Local geek tried to get our paid services to make us. Like, help us actually do something for the betterment of society. And it failed. What? I I, I think the uh, local geek might be on a uh, IT call just because he went mute and hasn't <laughs> been looking at his phone for a while. <laughs> oh, he's Either listening. That, he's that, I have proof he's listening. Either that or he's playing Candy Crush. I mean. <laughs> no, uh, 
I mentioned that a while back, though, Kidder. Well, I, I know you brought up the AI trying to help and be better in the world, and then I see I'm not programmed to assist with that. Well, what good are you? <laughs> Zero. Clearly, you can't, you can't even. But it can't make a bloody mary. Can't even make a bloody mary recipe. What the simplest of simple tomato juice and vodka? Uh, there you go, bloody mary. Throw some pepper on the top. I'm distraught with where we are in technology. Mm. But hey, at least the local geek updated his set. I I noticed. uh, I noticed. I got some sheetrock back there now instead of the pegboard that I had. It looks a little bit nicer. Yeah, one step closer. Still got the burl grease. Yeah, looks good. Pops right off that uh, plain white wall. And I'm I'm sure Kidder is uh, very much approving that you didn't ask him to come over and help. Because everybody knows that Kidder loves sheetrock. It still needs uh, to be taped and sanded and painted if you want to come help Kidder. Man, uh, it looks like my schedule just got busy. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I don't know what happened. You know, if you if you give him a can of spray foam, he'll do wonders for your walls. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the kegerator's right around the corner, he still doesn't want to come help. <laughs> That's true. He probably wouldn't be much help. He'd just be like, oh, oh, time for my uh, every five minute break. <laughs> it's right looks there. Like I, looks like <laughs> I finished this pint. I need another one. You've been here four minutes. Hey, look, I'm sorry. It, it, I, I'm thirsty. Lots of hard work. <laughs> Gotta stay hydrated. <laughs> I, I picked up that roll of texturing tape. I just difficult. <laughs> That's almost a thing. You're almost there. And at that failed attempt to show off his construction knowledge, Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while. It's time we probably wrap this episode up with some uh, cheap plugs or, you know, another beer. Nah, well, just, probably just stick with the cheap plugs. Before you do that, I got a quick question. Damn Based it. on uh, the release date of this episode, is this going to be the two-year episode or is that next week? I'm basing it off of the 105 being roughly two years. So I, I'm glad you asked this because um, Kidder and I needed to record this before we uh, went to bed. For the <laughs> two-year uh, anniversary, we're actually going to do the show live. Oh, sweet. Wow. Which means... I wouldn't me- say that. <laughs> no. Zero production value. Zero quality. Zero enhancements, which means the show is going to be worse than what it normally is. <laughs> right. So depending on what Kidder and I decide, which we need to figure out, because we're either going to record on the 7th, because the, the anniversary is the 11th of April. So it's either the 7th or the 14th. And what the plan is, is we're going to re- do it live. And that one is just going to drop in wherever it is episode number wise. So this episode will either come out on the 7th or will be preempted by the two year anniversary but yes we're gonna try and do the show live um see if that works because people have been asking like since we started this show actually since episode five the first time we had rude boy kyle on (laughs) he started like you guys should be doing this live we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot are you gonna do it live on location somewhere cool no i I think we're just (laughs) here cool the comfort of our basements (laughs) yeah (laughs) right around the kegerator but what it means is you at least got to give the phone number out so the four people watching can call in and ask their questions. 
Well, we're going to be live streaming it, unless Kinder corrects me on this, to YouTube, which means that you could go onto YouTube on that Friday night, sign in, and be in the chat and be able to just basically live participate with us as we go. Mm. So that's that's the plan. Um, You know, we we started talking about it quite a while ago and then kind of have let it slip by <clears throat> and uh now it's like oh yeah we should get and i were talking about it it's like we've done no promotion for this <laughs> so that's why i said we have to record something about it because uh you know so people maybe know that it's actually live that they can tune in i, I believe i uh, i may have uh, also mentioned something about you should do this live i don't know uh, a while ago <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's been brought up. It, I just say, Rude Boy is the first, but we've had people, oh, you should do it live. And it's like, you know, there's there's stuff that we can do with editing that kind of helps the show at times, like tonight even. You know, there's been quite a few awkward pauses and things like that that I will take and edit out to make us look even more smooth and professional. <laughs> I mean, this, this has been a little, little bit of a little bit of an off day episode, but you know, it happens. Oh yeah, no, it'll get cleaned up. I edit. We're just not used to doing shows on Sunday. That's what this is. Well, yeah, well, you know, I mean, some of us do have to work in the morning. So, yeah, I, but like, there's uh, episode the next episode that comes out 104. Uh, like, there's a joke that Kidder and I did. However, there's quite the chunk of pauses in between each bit. We basically were doing Black Betty. Ramblam. Yeah, but we the responses were a little off on it, but I was able to edit out the pauses, so it seems like we were far quicker on it than we, we really were in real life. So whoa. It, editing has some perks to it, you know. Uh but that said, people want to do it live. Um so we're Gonna give it a shot, um, and we've also talked about uh, moving our wrestling stuff to being live because in the whole wrestling review podcast world, I mean, there are people who make a living doing it, and what they do is they'll watch the show and immediately record their podcast afterwards. So if the show ends at eleven, you know, they'll record until twelve, one o'clock. And then have their stuff uploaded by two, three in the morning so that they can be the first and be up there. So Peter and I have never been able to do that. So we've always recorded after that. And then it's taken me usually a day or two to edit it. So we've thought about doing those lives so that it's just up and out there and is what it is. But we're still working on some of this. You guys could be a first. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there, there, there are people who start streaming their stuff just as soon as it ends. You could oh. be the go-to wrestling podcast. Uh, that's going to be really tough. And I don't know that you want to <laughs> get into being the top one on that because, yeah, it, people get, like, there are, um, like, if you take, like, the uh, Wrestling Observer they do a, a show, but they wrestling fans are so finicky and fickle and take sides so much that these guys get accused of everything. So it's like, oh, you reported well on this AEW show. You're in the pockets of AEW. They're paying you to do good reviews. 
<laughs> you know, it, it's it's like, no, maybe it was just a good show. We don't need that kind of screw. Maybe you could get sponsored by AEW. I doubt it. <laughs> you can CM make, Punk. CM Punk. CM you can make Punk. Tens CM of Punk. dollars by getting sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I, I think one's loyalty to CM Punk might hurt us in uh, that. <laughs> hey, look, he's trying to come back. They're working on getting him back together. They are. Allegedly, allegedly, he was injured when he was brought in to lose the belt at that uh, last uh, match when he lost against John Moxley. So there's controversy there, too. But we're straight out of time, straight out of North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The weather's so cold, it'll freeze your cylinders. And on that shocking bit of news, Kidder, I did this once before, but I'm going to do it again. We have been talking for quite a while. Let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up before I have more editing to do. So we should talk more? <sighs> I have a small army of little demons here. Don't make me send them to you. I thought you were at J.S. Gunslinger's house. Let's Maybe. do this. <laughs> I, I thought there was a, a quite the crew of demons over there. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix is like, let me grab my guitar and let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, well, will I, will I get myself my silver bullets? Where's <laughs> is there a demon over there dancing, kidder that you keep looking after? Yeah, just something slightly more interesting than this show. <laughs> it doesn't take much. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Where am I? Oh, right. I got to well, close this thing. I'm just uh, added, if he added another two or three more computer screens there, he would he'd have less to look at. You know, he's only got six of them. In my in my defense, there's only five right here. Uh-huh. Uh, my laptop is closed, but it's on another laptop, so that's two more screens that I could open. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we can see your weather screen behind you. That's six. You mean, you mean the KRDN Eyewitness <laughs> Weather Now stream? And that's actually number five. Oh, just, okay. Yes. Uh, you know, Kidder, if you keep stalling any longer, I'm actually going to finish this uh, the whole pint of IPA on the show. Wow. That's a first. It's, well, it's not, not a not first. first, but it's not a first. You could finish yours and then you'd both be there. Do it. No, that's not going to happen with this one. There's Target. two thirds left. Target. I need to water the grass. <laughs> actually, probably water the pea rock. It's looking a little dry these days. Just a bit dry. <clears throat> well, Visit us on our website, beerbluesbs.com. It's where you can find any, anything and everything about the show, beerbluesbs.com. Beerbluesbs.com. It's available on the Googles, on the YouTubes, on the iHeartRadios, and everywhere in between. If you want to watch the video version, just like I said, YouTube is the place to go. Just search Beer Blues and BS or go to youtube.com slash Beer Blues BS. If you're watching this, it's right on the bottom of your screen. Or if you want to watch the uh, other episodes, well, they're in the playlists on our YouTube page, beerbluesbs.com. Click on the YouTube button there. Or again, go to YouTube and search Beer Blues and BS. We are also available on all of the audio platforms iHeartRadio, as mentioned before. There's Pandora, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts. 
YouTube podcasts. Tune in, Stitcher, IMDb, even Spotify. There's so many different places to listen to us and take us with you wherever you go. That is, make sure you search Beer Blues and BS whenever and wherever you want to listen to your favorite podcasts and even this show. There's also a great merch store on our website, beerbluesbs.com. Click the merch text right at the top of the page and go buy a classic t-shirt or pint glass. Perhaps you can get your very own merch on our website, beerbluesbs.com. Other than that, if you'd like to sponsor the show, join us at beerbluesbs.com. Contact us. We would love for you to sponsor it. You could have the uh, insert name here. What's on tap? You could be the primary sponsor of the show. All you got to do is contact us, beerbluesbs.com. If you even want to help support the show, you can buy us a beer. Be like local geek. Give beer to the triple B. And I can't even say that I'm not grateful because he brought me a beer. It's just the fact that I can't, I can't with the IPAs. I just, can't, I can't. I'm sorry, local geek. It's I didn't even let you another know. beer. Yes, that one right here in the Triple B beer fridge. So that'll come up next week or the week after. Maybe the week before that, depending on when and where you're watching or listening to us. It's all timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly like that. Uh, either way, if you want to buy us a beer, you can certainly do that. All you need to do is go to beerbluesbs.com and click the buy us a beer button. Go on there. Maybe you want to buy us a beer, a round, a case type a message in the uh, comment box hit send your payment is secure and you won't have your information stolen because we're not the ones actually managing it so you can be guaranteed that your digital identity is secure on beerbluesbs.com otherwise well we appreciate you joining us for this and every episode of the show Make sure you subscribe, smash that sub button. You don't even have to turn on notifications. Just please like our videos, comment, throw us some information about when, where, and why you're actually watching or listening to this show. Because if you made it this far, you're the MVP of the night. Let's be honest. So thank you for being with us. Uh, for JS Gunslinger, for the local geek, and for Howard Blues, I'm the man, the myth, legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this and every episode of Beer Blues MBS. Remember to keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that thawing Tuscan Highway. Have a good one, and we'll catch you on the next one of Beer Blues MBS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty.
UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. It's at my place. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I have a snowblower here. Mm-hmm. That's never a, never a bad thing. No. No, he just, he figures that, you know, I'm probably going to use it before he does. So. Well, you know. Well, you can, uh, you can snowball your place and you can load it up and go over and, and blow his place out. Yeah, that would take forever to <laughs> snowblow his place out. He, uh, <laughs> he's out in the middle of nowhere on a gravel road. Gotcha. So that's why he's got a skid steer. Ah, uh, yeah. They, they make like really handy out in the boonies. Yeah. The last, uh, the last little pounding we got here, I tried to push snow with a pickup and I made it 20 yards and it wasn't going any farther. Yeah. He's running out of spots, even out where he's at to, to put it. Yeah. He's like, one of these days the DOT is going to come by and be like, hey, you got to gotta fix this. <laughs> yeah. They they don't really care during the wintertime. Like it's just, especially like this winter, it's like, hey, just, just do whatever you got to do. <laughs> We've had like eight foot, ten foot piles, the entire gravel on our from from our place to, to the pavement. And the county just keeps coming and pushing it back as best they can. And they haven't said anything. Well. So, no, no, he finally found a cheap one. So he bought it. There you go. So now you and Kidder can have a uh, snowboard races. <laughs> See, good content for the show. You guys can, you guys can both like, um, time lapse yourself, push it, your snow blowing your driveway and see who gets done faster. Um, I think Kidder will win. And I, I say this because of the size of my driveway plus sidewalk is larger than Kidder's. Ooh. Well, see, the trick here is then to sabotage his so that you can get yours done faster than he can. <laughs> I mean, he could try, but he, Mr. Corner Lot over there has got a lot going on. So. Ah, true. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, nah. I don't need to don't need to race Kidder. <laughs> That's the time that I won't actually be OCD about it and get it done in <laughs> ten minutes. There you go. <laughs> I mean, because technically, what do you call done? Is it the whole thing, or do you just enough so you can get out? Because. <laughs> 